plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. And you're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? It's all to do with breastfeeding and a demand from some breastfeeding mothers that they be allowed extra time off work in order to uh, breastfeed their child. In Ireland, by law, you're entitled to 60 minutes time off or a reduction in work hours in an eight-hour working day if you are uh, breastfeeding. And that is without loss of pay for up to 26 weeks after uh, birth. Some workplaces have policies that allow you to have breastfeeding breaks until your baby's second birthday. But some mothers are now looking for extra time off to allow them uh, to breastfeed. And that's the conversation that we want to have with you on this latest Opinions Matter podcast. Well, Jeremy, what's your view on this? Ireland has, uh, I believe, if not the worst, one of the worst rates of breastfeeding in the world. In fact, I think UNICEF, yeah, they said recently that Ireland was one of the worst yeah, we are. countries. For that. And have been for many years. Yeah, um, I'm just looking at figures here. 13% of Irish babies are breastfed after six months, only 13%. I don't think that's because uh, women aren't getting enough time off work. Now, as it stands, um, allowing women uh, an hour off every day to breastfeed um, up until, what did you say, the first 26 weeks? Yeah. That's not worth a damn. No, because they're not even at work anyway. They're on maternity leave anyway. Now, I don't know how difficult it is. We'll hear from women, obviously, during this topic. I don't know how difficult it is if you are a mother uh, to juggle um, going to work and breastfeeding as well. And I I assume it involves, we'll find out in a second, but I assume it involves expressing milk uh, in work and stuff like that. Men who haven't been around uh, mothers won't understand how difficult that is. And you can't express milk in like 10 minutes. You can't run into the toilet and say to your boss, I'm running into the toilet and be back in 10 minutes after expressing milk. It takes a long time. I've been around my wife uh, when she was expressing uh, milk and it's a, it takes a long, long time. Um, so having it at 26 weeks probably isn't worth a damn uh, to a mother. But do I believe that company should have to, I mean, this is coming out of company wages because they're going to have to uh, give more time off mm-hmm. for the first two years. I think, and we're going to speak to a parent and journalist in a moment who may disagree with me, but what I think this is going to do is this is going to enhance the glass ceiling and the glass floor that we have in companies where companies are going to be afraid to hire uh, women and especially new mothers because they're going to be afraid of having to give them so much time off. I don't know. Do companies even think like that? It's a good question, and we're going to try and find out. Do you think that it is reasonable that uh, companies should have to give breastfeeding mothers uh, more uh, hours off work? I'm joined on the line to find out a little bit more about how this actually would work in practice uh, by parenting journalist uh, Jen Hogan. Jen, good afternoon, and uh, welcome to Opinions Matter. Good afternoon, Adrian. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, Jen, tell me... 
the way this works up to now, um, in that women are entitled to some time off uh, for the first six months, but it's not really worth an awful lot, is it? No, it's not, because the majority of women are still on maternity leave, as was pointed out there, up to six months anyway, up to at least six months anyhow. So they don't get to avail of their breastfeeding leave entitlements. Within the public sector, it's pretty common to have two-year career, uh, career two years worth of breastfeeding breaks, and um, it, it works really based on a pro-rata basis. So full-top women who work full-time get an hour off. If you're half-time, as in exactly part-time and exactly half-time, you get a half hour, and so on and so forth. And it can be used so, in so different it, ways. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask yeah. you. Explain to me how it actually works. What's the idea here? That so, you get you work an hour less every day? Is that it? Possibly, if that's what suits employer and employee best, or else you get different breaks during the day to go off and pump as needed. Because obviously, Jeremy pointed out something there, it's not, you know, it takes time to pump, but as well as that, you know, you can't just pump at the end of a day and have enough milk for the next day. It doesn't work like that. Women's bodies fill up with milk at various times during the day. So you need to be able to, for comfort and for keeping your supply going, you need to be able to pump at different times or feed your baby at different times. And for some women, it's possible to pop out if their child might be in a nearby creche to go and give them a feed and go back to work. Others will need to pump. And then for some employers and employees, they will end up um, finishing up a little bit earlier and they might be able to manage. I mean, I'm one of those people. I actually did avail of breastfeeding leave up to two years in the past. Um, and with me, and, I, I actually... Okay, and, and yeah. sorry, if, let's take you as an example. How did hmm. it work in practice with you um, in terms of taking that leave? It was brilliant. It, I would not have been able to continue breastfeeding without it. It wouldn't have been possible. So what I did is I agreed with my employer that I would finish up a half an hour earlier. I was working part-time at the time, so exactly split down the middle. So I was allowed to finish one half hour earlier. And so I finished, I would see my baby before I'd go to work, I'd rush into work, do whatever I had to do, and I finished a half hour before um, I, I typically would, and came back home and was able to feed my baby again. They were incredibly good about it. There was no issues whatsoever. There was no absenteeism as a result, you know, because it was so so easy to work. The benefits of breastfeeding are so well documented. I mean, and that's something we can't ignore. Okay, but let, let, let me find out. We mentioned in our introduction that here in mm. Ireland we have uh, some of the lowest breastfeeding rates in the whole world. Mm. Uh, and that's been a, a trend in recent years. How would uh, offering uh, nursing mothers that time off uh, an hour a day, how would that help increase the rates of breastfeeding? Well, because I suppose if you look at it, I mean, if, if women are returning at the end of six months and they decide if, if they don't have sufficient breastfeeding leave entitlements or any, if their company only offers the current six months, they're going to have to look at potentially weaning their child. And that doesn't just happen overnight. So you might have to start back when the baby's three months or four months old. It's a slow and gradual process. That discourages women from doing it at all, from actually getting involved at all. And actually, something just I have to touch on something Jeremy said there about this whole idea of it putting employers off hiring women. Well, the same employers that might be put off hiring women for those reasons would possibly be put off hiring women of childbearing age as well. You know, because if there's somebody like me who has seven children or somebody else who, who decides to have no children or somebody else who decides to have a, maybe a more typical number of children. Anyone who is thinking that way is already thinking that way about women of childbearing age. So this is a small amount of time in the grand scheme of things. It's up to two years. That depends if the woman breastfeeds up to two years. It's in line with the WHO recommendations, which are that a woman or that a baby should be breastfed up until two years and beyond, if possible. Okay, you know, re and realistically, are there not... Uh, uh, sorry, the, the amount of women who choose to breastfeed up to two years is even smaller again. Well, if that's the 
case, then what are the employers worried about? It's a small number of women who are going to be availing of it. But the idea would be that a woman would be supported to breastfeed for as long as she wants and as suits her and her baby. For me, I did. I breastfed up to the two years. I was able to take advantage of the breastfeeding leave. It made life incredible. It made for such a different work experience. And it mattered to me. It meant I knew going back to work that I wasn't, there wasn't a compromise to be made. I could return as a working mother and I didn't have to stop breastfeeding my child. And we already have a situation here where women are dealing with the pay gap, with the gender pay gap, with the glass ceilings. And until we start supporting women in the workforce and until we stop making women pretend, at the moment women have to parent as if they don't work and work as if they're not parents. That's exactly what's expected of women. You know, biologically, we're the ones who breastfeed. So we need to be supported in that. And we need male allies here as well coming out and supporting us here because at the end of the day, without women, men aren't having children either. So this is something for the benefit of society as a whole. And in increasing our breastfeeding rates, we will ultimately take pressure off our healthcare system, which is buckling under the pressure. We know this already because the health benefits are so well documented. Baby is less likely to get sick. So mum is less likely to be out of work as well, taking care of her baby. Um, you know, they're so, and, and they're, the benefits are lifelong. So these are huge things to consider overall. Two years, it's a very small amount of time in the grand scheme of okay, things. Okay, let, me, like let said, me ask you this then, Jen. Is this yeah. not open to a little bit of abuse? And what I mean by that uh, is... Uh, you know, no, I know what you mean, yeah. How, how does an employer prove that uh, a mother is still breastfeeding or not? Well, unless a woman squirts her boobs and shows that there's still milk coming out and she's still lactating, there's no way of proving it. This is going to be based purely on trust. And at no stage was I ever asked to prove that I was still breastfeeding my baby. It was just accepted that I was. I was. I'm a big advocate of breastfeeding. You know, I, I, it worked very well for me. I was breastfeeding for the two years. In fact, I, I breastfed beyond two years for a little while beyond that, but obviously I wasn't entitled to avail of breastfeeding leave any longer. But it is a trust issue. And, and you know, we have to stop seeing things like, oh, it's, you know, it can't be a reason not to do something or we can't prove it. We need intimate details of exactly what you're doing. Express the milk here so we can have a look and test that it's human milk. That's not going to be possible. We're just going to have to take women's words largely okay, for it. Now, and, uh, yeah. Business groups have been saying uh, about this that in, in extending the entitlement will not encourage more women to breastfeed for longer and will create issues for uh, employers. Do you know? Not accept that. No, I do not. Sorry, Aiden. I'm laughing at that. If they want to talk about, you know, issues for employees, what about the issues for mothers who are employees? You know, this is this is very easy to work around. You know, there are lots. It's what we need is flexible employers, and every situation will be different. And mum most likely will want to work around things as much as the employer will want to work around things. I mean, they gave okay, them the so most ju- ridiculous uh, arguments ever. Just to reiterate, just to reiterate, the uh, the minister for children is campaigning mm-hmm. to increase the mandatory breastfeeding entitlement from six months to two years. Now, what that means in practice is essentially a woman uh, who is nursing for up to two years will be able to have an hour off work, either a half an hour in the morning or a half an hour in the evening or whatever, to enable her to continue breastfeeding her child. Is that it in summary? That is in summary, but it can be broken up to, over different periods of day. So there could be a couple of 15-minute breaks, a couple of 20-minute breaks. It literally works in a way that suits employer and employee best. So it's very 
very flexible or as I said they can finish up early they can do either but it's a very, it can be a very flexible arrangement it was a very flexible arrangement in my case it worked brilliantly and it will support more women in breastfeeding I mean I don't know where your man was getting that idea from that it wouldn't of course it will if women know starting their breastfeeding journey that they can finish when they want to finish as opposed to when they have to finish that, that, that even that idea itself rather than this pressure going I have to get it right because I have to, have to stop before I go back to work if they know that they can stop at a time that suits them and baby that is mm. more like that's likely to encourage women to breastfeed, breastfeed more in higher numbers and that's likely then to have a benefit for all of society Alright Jen stay with me for one second if you can please 085-825-2626 is our WhatsApp number do you think that women should be entitled to more leave to enable them to uh, continue to breastfeed. Tara sent me uh, this message and she says, I've been given the flexibility by my employer since I returned to work seven months ago to take an hour to feed my almost one-year-old every day in 30-minute increments. I'm based in the US, so neither my leave nor uh, my breastfeeding time were legally mandated, but my employer, who is a large employer in Ireland, offers this as a benefit because they support women in the workplace. And um, even though she said, uh, Jen, in her in her message that she doesn't get any uh, paid time off, her employer is giving her that uh, leeway. Well, I mean, she's not. If they're doing it on their terms, that's the way it is. But if they're not going to get paid, if she's not being paid for it, it's still something. Mm. It's still something. This protects women here, and this stops women from feeling they have to make a choice between finance and, and what what they feel is best for their baby. And you know, there's a lot of women who put off going back to work too. Who you know, pu- you know, push push the date, return date back further because of breastfeeding. This allows them perhaps not to suffer so much in the career ladder either, either, and also to continue breastfeeding their babies to do what's best for them as a family as a whole and as a mother and child. Because that it is really important. And this new, like this, um, this proposal, these plans for later in the year, this will protect women and they will get paid. You know, we don't think twice about smoking breaks and co- well, coffee breaks obviously are different. I don't mean in the legal sense. But we don't think twice about um, smoking breaks and all those sort of things. This is for feeding and nourishing our babies. As I said, it's a short it's a short amount of time in the grand scheme of things. Only a certain number of women will avail of it. Hopefully more will. Hopefully it will encourage more women to breastfeed going forward. But we do need to support women and we need to recognise how many women are part of our workforce, how many mothers are part of our workforce and what an important role they play. And we need to support them in any way that we can. All right, Jen, bear with me for one second. We're talking about, if you've just joined us, you're with... With Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy on both our Facebook page and on the Opinions app. And we're talking about whether or not um, nursing mothers should be given um, time off in order to enable them to continue nursing their children for up to two years. And as you heard from Jen, it would be uh, an hour extra a day off uh, work. It's, it's open to abuse, isn't it? Um, because no employer in their right mind is going to have the balls to ask a female member of staff, uh, by the way. Uh, are, are you actually breastfeeding? You, you can't ask that No, of course nowadays. not. All right. Let's bring in uh, some calls on this. If you want to get involved in this conversation, send us a WhatsApp right now to 085-825-2626. Jude, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jude? Not too bad. Jude, um, should women be entitled to extra time off in order to enable them to breastfeed for up to two years? I don't think so. Like, employers aren't going to be overwhelmed with this, are they? They're not going to be jumping on board with this. Is there, those, that's so many hours lost in productivity or whatever mm-hmm. at, their, at their expense. And also, let's face it, women are not known 
to tell the truth all the time. So there could be women. <laughs> well, you hear loads of people are known for not telling the truth all the time. So how how so that would discriminate against a person, a woman who can't breastfeed or isn't breastfeeding. So she gets time off work if she says she's breastfeeding. Okay, so what you're saying, and this is something that I mentioned to Jen a moment ago, that this is actually, in your opinion, open to abuse. Oh, of course it would. And it is discrimination against women who aren't breastfeeding because they're obviously not going to get an hour up. Yeah, no, that's and, a f- and in fact, let me put that point back to you, Jen, uh, that firstly, it is open to abuse, but secondly, um, it discriminates against women who've chosen not to breastfeed. They won't get that extra hour off for up to two years. This isn't time off. This is time to feed your baby and to come. This is because biologically, this is what you need to do if you're breastfeeding. No, but it, okay, but his fundamental point is it discriminates against women who choose not to breastfeed. Because women who choose not to breastfeed, and again, I will, I will put my hand up here and say my first child wasn't breastfed. She was formula fed. Women who choose not to breastfeed or who can't breastfeed or for whatever reason are not breastfeeding. Um, they don't need to pump and they don't need that same time off because it's much easier to work around formula. It's okay, Jude, Jude. Uh, it goes ready. You know, there's no pumping, no extraction needed. You know, you, your okay, Jude, it's, it's, required. it's not discrimination. It's just that uh, a, a woman who's bottle feeding her child doesn't need that time. Well, a woman who's breastfeeding doesn't need that time either because they can, um, they can express it. It's not that they need it. They're just choosing to breastfeed. You don't need that time off to breastfeed. These are women who are working by breastfeeding. They don't need that time off. But uh, Jen would argue, I'm sure, Jen, that you do need that time off. Of course you need that time. I mean, how do you get the milk out of your boobs otherwise? <laughs> you don't have that time. Like, how... How can you get the milk from your boobs to the baby unless you have that time to either express or to bring baby to the boob? Like, it's one or the other. That's, there's, there's no other way around it. You know, formally you can take from the tin. So that's a totally different situation. And at the end of the day, the whole idea and the whole desire globally is to increase breastfeeding rates. So we need to support but, uh, women. Realistically, will it help to increase breastfeeding yeah. rates? You believe Absolutely. it will? It 100% will because it, it immediately in your mindset, you know that you're not going to be compromised as a mother. You can be a working mother and you can be a breastfeeding mother and you're not going to face now, an Jude, immediate Jude, surely that is a good thing. If it, if it encourages more women uh, to breastfeed, that has to be a good thing. It probably is. That lady there was talking about they need oh, time that they need. It's time that's been taken off the employer. And this is what employers have been saying, Jen. It is time that's been taken but off employers. You could argue that about maternity leave and parental leave. You could argue that about anything. Like, do we want to have a? Do we want? Do we, we have want one to have a society already. that values children? <laughs> I have a second. Without women, you couldn't have kids, right? So, women, bio- women are the one who go through pregnancy, go through childbirth, go through nursing. They are the ones who then, therefore, have to be with their child, have to recover from childbirth. No. And the idea is that we would increase the number of women who are breastfeeding and support those who are already breastfeeding. So, but you know, the, the idea is. are getting no support. They're not getting any. Uh, but why, would, why would they need the time off? A woman who is a woman. 
woman who is not breastfeeding doesn't need breastfeeding leave. Like, can you not hear that? If you're not breastfeeding, then you don't need breastfeeding leave. You need the leave to facilitate breastfeeding. Okay, but, uh, but again... Why brought up now? Why is it, to, to say, people, women who started breastfeeding, say, a year ago, or say even two years ago, whatever. But again, they, they didn't need that time then. That's that, and, and, bringing this in now. And you know, years and years ago, they used to put women who weren't married into Magdalene laundries when they got pregnant. Or should we keep doing that? Because that's what we used to do years ago. We have to move with the times. We have to do what's best for society. We have, we've learned about well, who um, things that are better for health. Breastfeeding is better for, for adult and women health or and children's well, health. We know. If I'm an employer, I don't, employers aren't, don't have to have a social conscience. They're not even a, they're, they're not a, they're not a Thankfully, the state does. So the state will be introducing this. So the state yeah, has but, a... So even employers might not. It might be okay. To they won't have a choice if this is brought in. They, this is across the board. It already exists in the public sector. This is across the, or this is across the board. Bring it into the private sector too. So taxpayers will end up paying for it. See, and so the people out there who don't have kids at all, they don't even want kids. And then the taxpayers will have... So the taxpayers will be paying for it. The taxpayers then won't have to pay quite as much, perhaps, in health costs further down the road. Swings and roundabouts. All right, uh, do me a favour. Stay on the line there for one second, if you can, please. It's Ireland's most talked-about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Oh, land of light shining bright, lighting up the winter night. Come visit land of light and experience the wonder of a forest walking trail illuminated in all the colours of the rainbow and around each bend a new surprise for the eyes. Land of light is open the 18th of November and runs across Christmas at Belvedere House and Gardens, Mullingar. To book, go to landoflight.ie. Let me have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note uh, from uh, Jordan and his wife. They live in the United States. My wife is based in, in the US and she gets three breaks during the day to get um, to pump. And um, yeah, she gets a lot of time to, you know, get her mind ready because it's hard to pump when you're not, when you're in a stressful situation. Milk doesn't come out quick enough, you know. Um, but I think the main issue is my brother had a, a baby in Ireland and the, the nurses didn't push for breastfeeding, they didn't help and it can be hard. I've, I've been around and now with my own kids, it's like, is the baby latching, is, is the milk coming out, is it coming out too fast? So um, yeah, I think the issue is um, the nurses aren't pushing it enough. All right, Jordan, thanks very much indeed. He's in the United States, as is uh, Tara. Tara, welcome to Opinions Matter. Yeah, so I did a WhatsApp in a little bit earlier. Um, so I actually work for an employer that's not legally mandated to give me any of these benefits, whether it's the five months of leave or the half an hour twice a day or however much I chose um, to breastfeed my child. Um, they give it to me as a benefit, and I'm not going to take advantage of that because they trust me to do it. So. I don't understand why people think automatically people are just going to take the piss and, you know, okay, take advantage now, in, of something in, that's in so your, beautiful like that. In your situation, uh, you said in your message that you're based in the States, um, so yeah. neither your uh, maternity leave nor breastfeeding time were legally mandated. But uh, So uh, explain to me how it works with you. How, do, how does your time off work to enable you to breastfeed? So it's obviously it's a European-founded um, company, 
Um, so they actually gave us um, or give all the parents five months fully paid um, to take off for parental leave because they think it's important to support families. And, and just for people who may not, who, who may not realize, people may not realize that in the States you don't get maternity leave like we do here, paid maternity None. leave. Zero, zero paid maternity leave in America. Okay, so the company that you work for at least does that. And then when you go back to work, if you're continuing to uh, breastfeed, what sort of entitlement do they give you? Sure, yeah. So I'm a salaried um, professional employee, so um, I work 40 hours a week, um, but it's, it's a bit more flexible. Um, we have an asynchronous um, schedule, which means I can kind of work when I want to as long as I meet my customer's needs. And um, I get paid for the time that I've actually got blocked off my calendar every single day um, to breastfeed my child. I work from home now, so um, I'm able to actually breastfeed him in person instead of having to pump. But the, the fellow on the phone before me who was saying, you know, they don't need to take the time off to, to pump or this or that, I, I don't think he understands the biology of it. Well, let me ask him. Let me ask him. Do you understand the biology of breastfeeding? Well, I do. I do, and I don't want to have to express. I do. But what I'm saying is, why does the employer have to rent? Hey, it's a, their expense, or it's a taxpayer's expense. Because not all women. Do they? Do they want women in the workforce? Why should, why should any child be put at a disadvantage? There is, it, it's scientifically proven that breastfeeding actually provides better protection and helps development of a child um, over the course of their lifetime when they start breastfed. And for example, this year, this year I got my COVID vaccine. I'm sorry, what was that? As an employer, they're... Only their first function and foremost is profit for shareholders or profit for their business or themselves. So they don't have to have a social conscience. So why should they or taxpayers or even you know why should they have to? Why should it be at someone else's expense? Well, the employer should pay for it because they want the best people in the marketplace. Mm. You know, I'm a highly valued employee. Could they not have a best person to do the job, even if the woman who's not breastfeeding? Uh, Jude, can I ask you, I mean, you're basically, from what I can hear, you're saying that if you are breastfeeding and you've returned to work, tough. Yes, yes, because you chose breastfeeding. But, but again, again, don't we need to make it easier for women to make that choice to breastfeed and not have to finish breastfeeding just because they're going back to work? And who's the we? Is it a collective we or is it the we employers have to make it easy? Because employers don't have to make it easy. All right, stay there for one second. Oh, wait, people five. don't have to work for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tara, we appreciate your call. Thanks very much indeed. 085-825-2626 is our WhatsApp number. Uh, if you want to get involved in uh, this conversation, here is Emma. I was really blessed that when I went back to work after breastfeeding, I have six children and I breastfed them all. And when I went back on my final two children, I fought tooth and nail to be able to breastfeed and continue to breastfeed for as long as I wanted. So I was the first one I was able to do for two years and then I begged my employer to extend it and he extended it for an extra two months for me. But I work for a large uh, company in Ireland uh, so they had the facilities for me to have my own room, my own fridge and to be able to pump or to just spin home if I was in an office nearby and feed my baby and some days I was able to have my baby brought in to me and I was able to um, breastfeed my baby. Uh, this was a big change from years previous where I was pumping in a car 
uh, using the toilet and I just started to petition and realised there were so many women in my workplace and some of the house services who were also struggling and really it was just ridiculous that they were being treated so unfairly and it didn't make a difference to our work life. We just worked around it, made sure that we got everything done because we were planning around breastfeeding. I have 13 hour days so sometimes I actually took two hours to pump and feed it wasn't a normal work day it was two days in one practically but it was uh, I think all women should be entitled to this it's ridiculous that in this day and age that we're allowed to pump only in work for six months we're all for those six months so the legislation is null and void like we're allowed to pump in work for the first six months for baby's life but we don't go back to work till they're five six months anyway and on top of that I started a petition for Simon Harris and we got sorry I'm going to have to fade that out because that poor woman really sounds like she needs to get out of that uh, that wind I have to say uh, <laughs> it's not that windy today well it is where she is now um, Sinead good afternoon and welcome to Opinions Matter afternoon Sinead do you think that well you're currently breastfeeding is that right yeah I have a five week old so very new baby but I breastfed my first daughter for two years and she wanted to so I continued mm-hmm um, but yeah, so I've, I've breastfed my first and I'm currently breastfeeding my second. And uh, when are you, are you due to go back to work? Yeah, so I'm, I'm living over in London. Um, over here you get nine months, well, you can get up to 12 months uh, maternity leave. So it makes it, it you, you don't get your full salary, of course. Mm. You, you get a, a proportion of your salary or then you're on statutory pay from the government. So similar to Ireland, yep. your, your salary is definitely affected, but you can take up to 12 months and keep your job. So if you've put away some savings or if you're lucky enough to have, you know, extra income, um, you can take the full 12 months off, which definitely makes it easier to breastfeed a baby. And then what do you think of this uh, proposal that would give women extra time off when they return to work in order to continue to breastfeed? Do you hope to, how long do you hope to continue breastfeeding? I'll continue as long as my little girl wants to. So um, she could stop at nine months. She could stop at 18 months. She could stop at two. I think two is my limit. (laughs) And I I think it is for most women. Um, But would it it be made easier if you had some sort of an arrangement that gave you extra time off in order to be able to continue to breastfeed? I think definitely up to the 12 month mark where you need, well, firstly, for the first six months, they're only drinking breast milk. They're not, they're not eating food, essentially. So you definitely, if you, if you, if you have to go back to work before six months, then there should be a facility in place to allow mothers to, to pump to give their babies breast milk if that's their choice because they choose to breastfeed their baby but they have to go back to work because their employer dictates it or their financial circumstances dictates it so I, I do think women should be supported to do that and um, one, one, of the, one of the points that uh, Jude was making was you know this isn't fair on employers and in fact employers groups have already spoken out about this saying that uh, you know this is going to cost them money and this is unfair for them to have to foot the bill for this well, life is unfair. I mean, the, the realities are babies, um, the best food for babies is breast milk. And if mothers choose to feed their babies what they believe to be the best thing for their babies, then they should be supported to do it. Let me just go back to Jude for one second. Jude, isn't that ultimately what this is all about? Uh, we need, uh, whether it's the taxpayer paying for it or companies paying for it, we need to make it as easy as possible for women to continue to breastfeed. 
someone has to pay for it and it's not being made easier on employers. Someone has to pay for it. And as I said, it is discriminating even against women who aren't breastfeeding. And isn't it a little bit, Sinead, discriminating against women who aren't breastfeeding? That you, because you're breastfeeding, might get a bit of extra time off where a woman who isn't breastfeeding is discriminated against and gets no time off. It's not time off, Jeremy. (laughs) Pumping milk... Um, is not time off, it's, and you're doing it for for very specific reasons for the you know it's what you need to be a healthier choice for your child. Sorry, you say that again, please. It's time off employer's time. It's time off well, employer's <laughs> time. Yes, it is. Uh, and the point she's making is, well, you're not getting the time off just to go and have a pint. You're getting the time off. No, but to... it's still time off from the employer. From the employer, it's at an expense. Okay, and you don't believe that the person breastfeeding is not paying that expense. Okay, you don't believe that either, either the taxpayer or an employer should have to um, be paying for this. No, and it's an equality or whatever. I think it should be totally equal. I think all women are equal under the constitution over here. All women. Mm-hmm. That includes women who aren't breastfeeding. They're told, they're recognised legally and equal as people who don't breastfeed. So they should be given the time off as well because they're women. And let's face it, we're talking about women here. Right. No, but we're yeah. we're talking about women who are breastfeeding their babies because at that stage of the baby's life. They need supplemented milk. Uh, you know, you, you're not going to give time off to a woman who's formula feeding because the formula can be given by any person, not specifically by the mother of that child. That that doesn't make sense. Okay, so you're it's giving, too... you're, you're giving limited time off to a woman to pump at specific times of the day where she needs to relieve her breast mm-hmm. to then provide milk to a baby that needs it at that particular and, and, time. And, and, like, on, usually on, up to twelve months. On a practical level, it's not easy to do. Uh, if you don't have a little bit of extra time to do it? No, you need to certain extent privacy to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are ways you can do it in more public spaces and it can be discreet. But in general, and as a previous woman said, or a gentleman said, you do need to be in the right headspace to pump, typically. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it depends. And it's for a limited period of time, as I said. A baby moves on to solid food at six months old, but it still needs milk as, as a, a major part of their diet. So this is a limited time frame. Oh, we've lost her. All right, thanks very much indeed uh, for your call, Sinead. Damien is a little bit annoyed with Jude. Jeez, your man Jude sounds like a barrel of laughs. I'd say he's gas at a party. Look, let's face it. Women need that time. And I'm all for it. Now, there you are, Jude. Women need that time and he's all for it. Fair play to him. It's his prerogative. He's entitled to his opinion. I'm entitled to mine. I'm just saying, at someone's expense, and especially not at the woman's expense who's taking the time off to exert milk or feed the feed. Okay, we'll stay there for a second because, Neil, you wanted to talk to Jude, did you? Hey, Jude. Uh, listen, I don't know why he uh, disliked women so much, but look. He didn't say he disliked women. I even married one. <laughs> he even uh, married one. <laughs> Fair play to her. She, she must have a medal. But listen, the deal is here. We don't lactate. We don't feed children. We know nothing about it. People talk about discrimination. Apartheid in South Africa is discrimination. This is us trying to make feeding children a little bit easier during a workday because the women, mothers are going to have to come back to work because of the bills they have to pay. It's, that is all it is. Okay. Now, when, when we talk about an hour, we're not talking about they're going to go and get their nails done and feed their baby. We're not talking about a break. We are talking about them sitting in a room and pumping away with a pump that, you know, some mothers have to use, or just trying to feed their children, which is difficult enough as it is, even without having to go to work. It's a difficult process. 
I may have big man boobs, but I can't feed a child, so I do not understand. No, you, you can give it a shot, all right, but it's not going to do much for the child, no. Very, very disappointed child, uh, a very disappointed mother. But mm. there you go. Uh, but no, look, it, we don't understand what it goes into feeding a baby outside of a textbook. That's just the end of the day. And it's a, psychologically, it's a very diff- um, from what I've been shouted at while my wife was trying to feed her our children, it's very difficult psychologically if it goes wrong, very difficult for the mother to handle that as mm. well as doing work, as well as having to clean up after the mess that I make. So, okay, you know, we, so we, we, we you think here. it's the least uh, the uh, comp- companies and the state can do for uh, feeding mothers to give them that extra bit of flexibility in their time off in order to enable them to do it? 100%. We're not going to be feeding them until breastfeeding until they're 14. You know what I mean? We're no. not talking about 100 years. We're only talking okay, but, about... Okay, uh, but one of, Jude's, uh, one of Jude's fundamental points is that this is discriminating against uh, women who choose not to breastfeed. And he does have a point. Well, look, it, that's a woman's choice. I Look, I'm not, I don't think any of us should talk about women's choices at all. But if you choose to bring up a child, that's the way you do it. You need to have help from your employer because, of course, they would love to be at home dealing with their child in their home environment and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But as we say right now, economically, it's not possible for most mothers in Ireland. That's just it. And so it's up to us to help the mothers of Ireland. We were brought up by women. It's about time we help the women of Ireland move forward a wee bit. I'm not running for office here. Mate. No, I'm no, I'm just listening to I'm just listening to you all here and I'm thinking to myself, um, what support did I have when I was doing night feeds uh, on our uh, second born? Now, I didn't do them on our first uh, born, but what there were days I arrived into work because I'd been up at four o'clock in the morning uh, weaning um, uh, and doing night feeds. I got absolutely no time off work. Should should fathers who are doing night feeds um, not get time extra time off work as well? I'm in the same canoe. I had to feed twins. That's not a competition. Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, but, but by the way, by the way, I don't believe any man who's working early in the morning should have to do night feeds anyway. So, <laughs> no, there's a conversation. No, but, no, no, but you, you may you may laugh, but it's it's deadly serious. There were days when I was uh, falling asleep in work because I'd been up the night before doing the night feeds, and I don't mind helping every now and then if my wife is really really tired or she's not well but i don't think a man working work who's let's let's be honest gets very little um paternity leave uh i don't believe that a man should be up at four o'clock uh, for an hour doing night feeds when he has to go into work at eight o'clock in the morning because the wear times I think sorry go on you gotta do you gotta do whatever you gotta do well, the, well like, I, I get that we're all we're uh, all uh, the red uh, rag over here it, in the world yeah is this a conversation you had at home it didn't it didn't matter the caffeine intake went up the sleep went down that's what you gotta do yeah. and what, what we're talking about here is in a workplace so in, you know i don't get paid to be at no, my, my, my point, Neil, you're missing my point is that when I was doing the night feeds and I was wrecked, tired, yeah. um, if I had to turn around to my boss at uh, that time and said, by the way, boss, I'm absolutely wrecked uh, today because I was doing a night feed last night and I go home an hour early, he would laugh at me. And that, you know, why is that not... It's taking... not comparable. Yes, it no, is. Stop for a second. It doesn't matter how the baby's being fed, whether it's out of a bottle or out of uh, a boob. It's still tiring. And there were nights when I would be an hour from like four o'clock to five o'clock in the morning, um, feeding the baby. So you're now saying that fathers, uh, and we're mainly talking about fathers who've had their two weeks paternity leave and they go back to work, they should get extra time off because they're feeding their child. Is that really what your argument is? I'm saying if we're going... <laughs> 
It, it's, well, it's not funny. It, it is it's laughable. Not, it's, no, it it's is. not. It's absolutely not laughable. No, I, I, in an ideal situation, a man who is going to work at 8 o'clock in the morning up at 7 shouldn't be up at 4 o'clock uh, at night doing night feeds. I'm sorry. It's dangerous apart from anything. Cause you're, so you're how, how, okay, let me ask you then. How did that go down at home when you argued that point with your it wife? It was an argument. <laughs> it was an argument. It was an ongoing issue uh, where... I would say, don't get me wrong, I tried to be supportive and there were nights where she was absolutely wrecked um, where I would be happy to do it. But I think generally speaking, that's what maternity leave is for, is it not? Is it to give, it's to, you're given a woman and she deserves Okay, so you're getting six months or nine months off work, tough, you do everything. I'm not, that's really your argument. No, that's not. Well, it is, isn't it, Neil? Well, look, here's the deal. We're, we're kind of getting on shaky ground here. We started well, no, it's not. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. It's not shaky ground. Men have a right to a say in this matter. Uh, and I went through, you know, I was, I, I will admit that when I was doing night feeds, I wasn't giving 100% in work. And, that, and that's the bottom line because I was absolutely wrecked. So you believe that not don't, only... Don't put words in my mouth. What are you saying I believe? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're having a debate about whether or not women should be entitled to extra time off because they happen to be breastfeeding for up to two years. Are you saying that you want time off to uh, do night feeds for you, for your child? All I'm saying is if we're going to give women uh, extra time off uh, to, to breastfeed, why can we not give men who are doing night feeds extra time off. Now, if you talk about something that might be open to abuse, that's really open to abuse. It really sure, is. But sure, everything's open So to you just come into work the next day. <sighs> Can I have some time off, but there boss? were days, and I remember even you commenting at the time, there were days I would come into work. Oh, yeah, you looked I, like your eyes were in the back of your yeah, head. Yeah, I came in some days looking like a zombie, and uh, I, w I was no use some days in work, but I couldn't turn around and say, uh, I'm tired from, from doing night feeds. But I, I think in a situation like that, I think, I think maybe, and I probably am on shaky ground here, uh, that maybe mothers, new mothers, need to be a bit more understanding about men. I mean, you can't physically, I'm trying to word this very yeah, clearly. I, I'm, I'm wondering what you're getting. Okay, uh, you can't physically function doing a nine to five job if you are up doing night feeds. And that is the, and I'm, though I'm not going to use the word luxury. So you want this, you want this to be brought into law uh, so that I, you can I, turn I, to your wife and say, I'm not breastfeeding or not night feeding the child. I have to go to work. I'd say that went down like a lead balloon, did it? There were, there, there, there were arguments and there were issues uh, going both ways. Uh, going both ways. I'm not going to lie about it. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Oh, land of light shining bright, lighting up the winter night. Come visit land of light and experience the wonder of a forest walking trail, illuminated in all the colours of the rainbow, and around each bend a new surprise for the eyes. Land of light is open the 18th of November and runs across Christmas at Belvedere House and Gardens, Mullingar. To book, go to landoflight.ie. Is it fair? And I'm going to just paint a scenario for you. So, uh, Mammy and Daddy have a little baby, and Daddy gets uh, Mammy's on maternity leave, and Daddy is he gets two weeks paternal leave or whatever. Uh, but he wants to be able to. Uh, well, he's to go back to work, so he's back at work. Uh, she's still at home uh, with one or two or maybe even three children, um, but he believes he should have the right to not 
do night feeds. So the question that we're asking is, in a situation like that, where a a couple, she's on maternity leave, he's gone back to work, is it fair to ask him to do night feeds? Send us a WhatsApp to 085-825-2626. Jeremy is clearly saying, uh, no, it's not fair. No, because, because, by the way, a mother who's on maternity leave has the chance to catch up on that lost sleep uh, during... No, she's got... Because newborn babies sleep more than they're awake, Adrian. Have you ever been around a newborn yeah, that's baby? That's fine. If it's, but if it's your second child or your third child, you have other children around the house. Well, they could be in school or whatever. What I'm saying is you can catch up on that sleep, but when you're in work, you can't catch up on that sleep. Okay, but let's ask um, Neve. do you think it's unfair to be asking fathers to do night feeds when they're back at work? Personally, I didn't. Um, my partner was up at 5 a.m., you had a two-hour drive to work. You had a two-hour drive back from work. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have done the night feeds and have him fall asleep at the wheel and be dead. So I did them. I, I, and in, in fairness to him, he helped out brilliantly in other ways. He take as soon as he came in the door, he took the baby and okay. he'd go have a bath. But when, whatever, it, came, when it came to night feeds, you allowed him to get his beauty sleep so that he could be fresh for work the next day and didn't force him to yeah, do the night feeds. He, yeah, because it was just, it was the drive more than anything, Adrian. I mean, we lived down in Wexford. He drove to the far side of Kulak every single day. Right, okay. There and back. Yeah. And that worried, that worried me more than anything, that he'd, he'd be, because we had, our, our lad was a really slow feeder. It could take an hour and a half. Okay, to feed him uh, uh, Jeremy, let me ask you, um, uh, you say you By the didn't... way, thanks, thanks for agreeing with me, Neve. It's nice to hear that some people uh, actually have a bit of common sense. Yes, Adrian. Uh, <laughs> Don't be so precious now. So on child number one, you didn't do the night feeds because you said, I need to get out from work tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah. On child two, were you put under pressure or did you just decide, uh, I better give this a shot? A little of A and a little of B. A little of A and a little of B. Okay, so you didn't do it voluntarily. You did it because she nobody, said, yeah, here, get the here, here, can I, here, hang on a second. Nobody does night feeds voluntarily. Night feeds are sent from the devil. They are a horrible, horrible thing. There's nothing uh, worse. I know, but you make it sound like it lasts for 20 years. It doesn't. No, it doesn't last for 20 years. And you know, it is, it is nice to bond with the child, but all I'm saying is you can't burn the candle at both ends. Okay, so it is unfair in your opinion to I be didn't, asking... Didn't, I didn't use the word unfair. You did? I have to be very careful. I have to go home later. <laughs> so I have to be very, very careful while I say, but Neve, Neve is right. You it's dangerous to be driving your car tired because you were up doing a bottle feed at four o'clock in the morning. What, what's, what part of this has not fallen on, on your ears, Adrian? Okay, if you were to do it all over again, would you do night feeds? <laughs> Ask Neve. was she? <laughs> Neve's a poor fella. God love him. Uh, no, I, do you know what? I, I, I see, I do get his point because I, I did, I was at home and I, ha- I was lucky, you see, because I did have my second child in school. So I could sleep when the little lad slept mm. well when he chose to sleep um, as he got a bit older worst part of it was when he got to about four months old he was doing this thing where he was waking up I mean, a little bit older maybe and he was bouncing in the in the cot mm. and it could take upwards of two hours to get him to calm down enough to actually feed him now if I was asking my partner to do that he could be up from two o'clock in the morning until he got up to go to work at five o'clock and that just scared me because I just thought he's going to fall asleep at the wheel because it's tiring. Okay, but Jeremy, can I just say, uh, Neve's talking about a partner that was driving from Wexford up to Kulak every doesn't day. Matter. You, you can fall you asleep. You drive 20 minutes. You can fall asleep driving down to your local <laughs> spa to get a roll. You can fall asleep anywhere. You should not be driving behind the wheel uh, if you're tired. And as well, 
I have a friend uh, who, at the moment, he's doing night feeds, actually, on his firstborn. Uh, he's doing night feeds. And you know what he's doing during the day? He's operating machinery on a building site, and he's up doing night feeds at the moment. That's dangerous. Well, no, you, no one ever said, you know, parenting uh, is, a, is a walk in the park. It's a lot of work. No, it is. It is. A, did you do night feeds? Did I do yeah. night feeds? Yes, no, I did. No, yes, you didn't. Yes, you, I did. You were working nights at yeah, the Yeah, so it actually suited me. Yeah. So it was easy. It was easy enough. You yeah, were able to stay in bed till one o'clock the next yeah, day. Exactly. So you don't know what it's like. <laughs> All right, Neve. Thanks very much indeed for uh, your call. The question that we've been asking is: Is it uh, fair to be asking fathers to do night feeds when they're back to work and their uh, wife or partner happens to be uh, still? at home on maternity leave 0858252626 Sandra on Facebook says Jeremy can you hear my violin I'm not looking I'm not looking for uh, sympathy or anything I'm just saying that you men new fathers Mm -hmm. are the forgotten bunch that's all I'm saying we're the forgotten bunch and we can't provide both I mean I would gladly in a situation like like this I have to be careful how I word this as well I would gladly trade places with my wife and take full maternity leave and let my would wife you go really? back. Yes, I would. Yeah. No, I know it's tough work and all that. Um, but you can't do both. You can't be a, a new parent and give 110% uh, to your job at the same time. Can you? Well, you can't. God love you. Can you hear uh, Sandra's violin? Drank a lot of Red Bull. A lot of Red Bull during those night feeds. Ah, you poor thing. (laughs) Anyway, that's just about it from this latest edition of Opinions Matter. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe or follow, and you'll be notified the next time we upload a new podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, click on the little bell icon, and every time a new podcast appears on Spotify, you'll get a flash up on your phone that lets you know that a new episode has been uploaded. If you haven't already, by the way, why not download the Opinions Matter app which is available wherever you get your apps. That way you can actually listen to the show when it is live most weekday afternoons. You just search for Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy wherever you get your apps on the uh, Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Download it. It'll link you to all our podcasts and you'll get a notification every time our show is live. Thank you very much indeed for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.